Welcome to Dose of Football. What's up, Shimon? Nothing much, buddy. What's up with you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I I was I don't know if you know Fab, Fabrizio Romano does a Twitch stream when the deadline day kicks in, right? So yep. I watched the whole, not the whole, but I watched a lot of the Twitch deadline uh deadline day stream. And so one yeah. of the things I heard was uh, Donny van de Beek was seeking a leave away from the club, apparently. Like, his agent was trying to get him somewhere else, and that didn't happen. And then, mm-hmm. like, I saw the whole Antoine Griezmann drama, like, unfold, bet- like, live, as they live, found out. Yeah. And it went to, like, yeah. the end. Like, you know, each deal mm-hmm. depended on the other. And then it yeah. went on till the end, and eventually it happened. So, you know. It happened. This was, Crazy. What do you rate this transfer window? By far one of the craziest transfer windows ever. It's, I ever. think it is the best. Not is one. Yeah. I think it is the best. Like Messi it is, it is, switched, yeah. Ronaldo switched Ronaldo. teams. Um, yeah. Lukaku Sergio made a homecoming. Ramos. Sergio Ramos Sergio. left. That was Ramos yeah. was huge. You know, there's yeah. a lot of homecomings. Varane left. Yeah, Varane left. Yeah. Griezmann went back to Atletico Madrid. Sa- Did you see Chelsea's yeah. loan deal with Saul? from Atletico Madrid. Yes. That is I'm so, so upset about that. That is such a free deal. 5 million loan fees with the option to buy a 40 million and a player of Saul's caliber for that much. He they don't even need perfectly. a midfielder. Yeah. They don't need a he midfielder in my opinion. They don't. They don't. They really that don't. That just strengthens their team so much. I'm so scared of Chelsea now. I'm actually, I was scared before but now it's just crazy. I, I was scared before they signed Lukaku and they yeah. had Werner as a finisher, you know? But yeah. then, then, uh, yeah, then they added Lukaku, then they added uh, Saul, and they sold off a bunch of players. Well, now, look at their midfield. Jorginho, Conte, uh, Mason Mount. Mason Mount, what's the other guy? Co- um, Kovacic? Yeah, Kovacic. Saul, I guess. What? They have a few other players there, but still. Yeah, but like that's the main ones. What is that midfield? It's that crazy. Mid- then you compare it to let's compare it to United's midfield. Okay, here, like, okay. It's good. Okay, our, our midfield. Our midfield is not bad. Compared to the rest of the Premier League, I think honestly, City have the most stacked, you know, stacked midfield in my opinion. They have Grealish, Foden, De Bruyne, Gundogan, Rodri, Fernandinho. Like the list. And there's a few Silva. others. Bernardo. They have a. F- Stacked team from all do. Uh, depths of it, but in terms of you know in the transfer window, I think PSG strengthened their team the most. They got a left back, a right back, a center back, a center mid, a right wing. Well, Messi plays a few different positions, but I think yeah. P- and and a goalkeeper. They literally got a player yeah. from every area of the field. They went yeah. ham. I I think PSG's is like the best transfer window, but. True, no, by far. Yeah, no, by, by far. far. And then by look by at Barcelona. Barcelona's transfer window. I think Barcelona took the biggest L by losing Messi compared to anyone, right? But then they and also strengthened with Depay. They got Aguero. Eric Garcia is like a bit of a youth player perspective, yeah. but, you know, they got him too. Mm. Real Madrid, Camavinga at the last minute. Other than that, Alaba, mm. like it's an all right window. Yeah. Um, I think Liverpool suffered the most this window. They only signed Kanate. They didn't really sign depth other than Kanate. No. But who were the biggest? But, who was the? Who took the biggest L this transfer window, in your opinion? The biggest L, well, Arsenal. Oh, sure. <laughs> I, they I spent you the most. Then here's the thing: Arsenal spend the most money out of everyone in this transfer window, which is just absurd to me. And yeah. they don't even after spending the most. Do you think they have like at least a top six team? I still don't think they do. 
I think West Ham have a top six team now from all the development they've done. I think Leicester have a top six team. Manu, Liverpool, Chelsea... Uh, Man Definitely, City, yeah. you know that that makes the top six. Even yeah. even Spurs under Nuno is looking strong and solid, but I I don't they know. Do. What about Emerson well, Royal? We'll Emerson Royal signs for Barcelona June second, I think, or is it July second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, he's presented on August second. He's sold on yeah. August 29th yeah, <laughs> That that's yeah. hilarious. So, so funny. A yeah, bit of a wild is. transfer window, but let's let's break down how this transfer window went down for teams. Who do you think's winning the UCL now? All the all the transfers are done. Who do you think is winning the UCL? I'd be stupid if I don't say PSG. Here's the thing. I don't think it's PSG. I really don't. Yeah. Deep down, I think it's not. Like, on paper, PSG. On paper, PSG have a solid Messi, team. Messi, Mbappe, yeah. Ramos, Mar- uh, Marquinhos. Who do they have in their midfield? Verratti? Verratti. Donnarumma? Donnarumma. Hakimi? <laughs> their their team is... Team. Yeah, they're Paredes. too. Wait, I think Sarabia left. Lacking, wait, Sarabia oh, left on loan, right? He did, yeah. Did he? Yeah, he left on loan to Sporting. I'm pretty sure. But okay. now look at it like this: they have a stacked team, but PSG play in the sixth best league in the world now. They got downranked to sixth. That's true. So if you're That's playing true. three competitive games, you know a month in the Champions League or something like that. Like, you're not playing that regular competitive football. Because yeah. I don't think this, you know, French League is exactly tip-top competitiveness. The Spanish League, even though there are three main teams and everything else is small team, the small teams do surprise quite often. I wouldn't say small teams, yeah. but, you know, not as financially yeah. backed teams, but they surprise. That's not the case in the French League. I know PSG didn't win last year, but other than that, I really don't think the French League... If you compare PSG to the rest of the French League, PSG, on paper, in real life, they smash every other team. Don't you think so? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, and I think do. that is going to be their, you know, I think that will be their biggest downfall. Because if you don't play in a competitive league, you know, you only play one competitive match. You don't have that practice. Like Premier League clubs, Spanish clubs especially, because they win a lot of you know Champions League titles and they beat most other teams. They're playing competitive football all the time, you know. So when it comes to a Champions League match, it's not as tough for them as it is for PSG who come out of a you know playing normal whatever football. So yeah, I agree. But look, you they they reached the semi final last year. They beat Bayern Munich, the defending champions. Yeah. So, I think it's not. It's, it wouldn't be that crazy. I know where you're coming from, but with the with the experience they have now, and with the like with Ramos, so much experience. Messi, so much experience. Yeah. Yeah. Hakimi has played in different leagues all over the world. That's why they they've brought these players in because they have the experience of playing in tough leagues, and that's. That's why they'll help them. These players will help PSG perform in, in the Champions they League. They will, uh, but that's, that's what I think the biggest you know flip factor is because now that PSG has brought proven winners who've won the Champions League, who've won Euros, mm. they've, they've got yeah. players like that. It could counteract the fact that they're not playing such competitive football in their league all the time. 
but yeah. you know only time will tell to be honest i think time will, yeah yeah it's a time will tell type of situation as for spain i think atletico is just going to dominate spain this year because in terms of i think, Atle- think so? they got they got griezmann back they have wow felix suarez and griezmann as their attack that is phenomenal yeah it that is, is actually true. phenomenal and atletico uh, yeah. are they're not a big spending team I know they bought Drow yeah. Felix for an insane amount of money. They're not a big yeah. spending team usually, but they still have that quality and ability. And Diego Simeone is just, he does yeah. well. He comes lacking sometimes. Well, but they won La Liga. They won La Liga last year. And I think yeah. with Antoine Griezmann and Suarez, it could be pretty clear for them. I think, you know, Real Madrid didn't make exactly the signings they need. If you look at Real Madrid's depth right now, it's horrible. Like three of their defenders are injured and they don't exactly have as many defensive the options yeah they don't have any left backs old. available right now and their midfield is yeah. old they brought Kamavinga, but and i believe cruz and someone else is injured and then their attack they don't exactly have depth in attack jovic is their depth and one more player i forgot his name and essentially jovic there. is gone no jovic is steer he stayed at the end no he he went to didn't he go back to the club he came from what was it uh, I no. He was. I'm pretty sure he stayed. Let me check. Uh, did he? Did he stay? I'm pretty sure he stayed. Yeah. I I even oh, checked this. Okay. I checked the squad yesterday. The Roma squad. So I'm pretty sure he stayed. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, he, you're stayed. Right. he stayed. So he stayed. you know that obviously financial situation. So they couldn't exactly go out and sign yeah. players. Even though they tried to make a bid for Mbappe. Mbappe so I don't understand yeah. why they couldn't make bids for players they needed. You know, like even though they're. I guess they're trying to save money. But if they get Mbappe for free next year. That 180 million could have been put to good use in building the depth that Ancelotti needs, and Barcelona just let's not talk about them. They're in dire financial situations. You know, German league, Farmers League. After what just recently happened, they even signed another RP Leipzig player. They literally signed the cream of the crop from the yeah. They literally signed the cream of the crop from the second team, who came second, and their manager. They nicked their manager. So that's that. (laughs) Now let's talk Premier League because that's what our podcast is usually based around. Yeah. Who's winning the Premier League now that the transfer window's closed? City didn't get Kane at the end. Mm-hmm. Who's winning the Premier League as it stands? I think it's still. I think it's still Man City. I don't. I really don't. Like I've I've told you my point on this before. Yeah. Last season they didn't exactly have too much competition. Chelsea was struggling under Lampard. Liverpool yeah. had an injury crisis. United didn't get the signings they wanted. West mm. Ham wasn't exactly in that project build that they are doing now Leicester were yeah. they're still a good team but they you know they always choke a little bit and that's what happened they didn't exactly have that competition now everyone's team is stacked so it's going to be one hell of a competitive league I'll tell you that so I don't think my money's on Chelsea or mm-hmm. yeah my money's on Chelsea I want to say United as a fan but you know I'll, I'll be realistic and optimistic yeah, if we sign a, if we do well till January and we sign a center mid maybe we're in the running for Premier League title, but I'm going to go for Chelsea yeah. without a doubt. I don't think Liverpool can win it because they weren't backed. And Mane, Salah, and Nabi Keita are going for AFRICON or something like that in a few months, so they're not going to have those three players either, so that's going to hurt them a bit. Yeah. So Did you watch the Chelsea versus Liverpool game? Oh, I did. I was so hyped for that game because they're both such, you know, Klopp and is just what did you And what were your what did you gather? I really thought Chelsea should have won that game, but the reason they oh, didn't wow. is because of the red card. After the red card, the dynamic changed, you know? I really think Chelsea were going to do an upset at, at Anfield. I really did because they were just playing so well. 
It's not that Liverpool were playing bad, but I genuinely thought Tuchel had a Anfield upset in his backyard, in his backpack. But when that re- the thing with that red card was it was kind of obvious, you know? Like, obviously yeah, it wasn't it intentional was and stuff, but it was still a blocking of a, you know, clear goal-scoring opportunity. Bro, but Chelsea dominated. They did. They played so well, and that's why I'm telling you I'm scared of Chelsea. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. You mean Liverpool, Liverpool dominated. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing. It's Liverpool's home, and Liverpool at Anfield go ham. They actually go insane. I'm not going to say Chelsea... I'm not going to say they dominated in the sense of possession. I'm going to say they dominated in the sense that they were better defensively. They were more organized, in my opinion. Who? Liverpool? No, Liverpool were definitely organized. I'm saying Chelsea were organized in the way that they had it. I, I don't know what the terminology I'm looking for is. They were just prepared. They, I want to say they were prepared. That I'm going to mm. go with that. It's not that they were better okay. organized, but they were just more prepared than other teams right. have been when you come into Anfield. And, I mean, it proved. Kai Havertz in the 22nd minute scored a goal. The red card, yeah. unfortunate. I genuinely yeah. think it would have, it could have ended 1-0 if Chelsea didn't get a red card for Reese James. I, You know what? I guess so. I, I still think, even though Chelsea, such a stacked team now with, uh, what's his name? Saul Niguez as well. It's great. I just feel like I've been watching the city games, and although they haven't they haven't played a big team yet, other than Tottenham, and they lost that one, so I'm not really backing myself here. But I feel like the way the way City are playing right now is they're they've been playing like this for the past two seasons, and they've been winning. They have, I mean, they but didn't win the Premier League. There's just more, much more competition now, and I, because no one else gets the financial backing that Man City does. You have to understand that. So City is always stacked, right? Yeah, but what's missing from from the City team? Nothing right now. They actually are missing exactly. nothing. But I'll be honest. This is such an unpopular opinion. I genuinely think Pep Guardiola is overrated. If you put Jurgen Klopp in that City team, they're winning Champions League, Premier Leagues back to back to back. Here's the thing. Pep Guardiola well, is a good manager. Don't get me wrong. Him. Pep Guardiola is not a bad manager. I just think he's yeah. overrated. Because if you get a budget like Cities, if you get a budget like Cities to buy these top players, mm-hmm. you know, you put a manager like Jurgen Klopp in that team, in that position to buy whoever he wants, he's going to dominate <laughs> Europe. He's going to dominate. he has top players. He has top players. Jürgen, Who no, is not? Jurgen Klopp doesn't get the backing. They spent 20 million nets since they won the Champions League. In the season they won the Champions League, their backing was signing Adrian. That was their only backing yeah, since they won the Champions see, League. They don't the get backing. System at Liv- yeah, I know, but the whole recruitment system at Liverpool is different. See, they, they make smart investments. They don't go ham like United. No, it's not about smart investment. It's that their owners don't want to sign players. Look at it when Liverpool are going through the injury crisis. At the last week when Matip finally got injured and they really didn't have any centre-backs left, then finally they signed Kabak on a loan. And they still finished fourth. And they still finish fourth because of Jurgen Klopp. It's... You put Pep Guardiola in that situation, I guarantee you he's not getting a top six finish. I guarantee you that. Bro, Pep changed this team. Pep made De Bruyne De Bruyne today. Pep is gonna run. I'm not saying Pep on. is a bad manager. No, I think he's one of the best. I'm just saying yeah. in that situation, there are a lot of a list of present managers who could do much better than Pep is doing. You, you understand bro, what I'm he's saying? He's won the Premier League. He's won. Bro, they haven't won a Champions League. 
Yes, that's the only thing that he's missing, bro. Yeah, he's but done when the... you have the backing that City do, you should be dominating. You shouldn't even be losing to Tottenham 1-0. Last season, they lost 5-2 to Leicester in a comeback. They... City always but have they won disappointing... the Premier League, though. Yeah, See, I'm not saying... Matter. Dude, I'm not judging Guardiola or anything. I'm just saying yeah. I don't think Guardiola is as good of a manager as the other Premier League managers. I'm not saying all the Premier League managers. Comparing, I'm saying Jurgen Klopp Tuchel. The argument doesn't make sense. No, this is... Listen to my argument. Let me explain my argument. Okay, you're saying City are going to win the Premier League. I'm saying City are yeah. not going to win the Premier League because this okay. time other people have gotten the backing they should have and they have much more stacked teams. Last season, it was just Pep Guardiola free-roaming in the Premier League because no one had the backing, no one was in a good position. They are all going through crises. In a situation right. where every... In, okay, in, the la in all the times that City have won the Premier League under Pep Guardiola, there's never been a situation where all the Premier League teams currently are stacked as much as they are now. There never has been a situation like that. Where Man well, United has gone... United. What do you mean? The same with United. When Man United was winning the Premier League, either uh, in the early 2000s, there was uh, Arsenal. Yeah, and then in but... mid 2000s, it was Chelsea. Arsenal so won the invincible season in 3 4, I believe. I might be misquoting. Yeah, 2003 4, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. That's what I'm saying. So Chelsea weren't that good. The Chelsea wasn't. Yeah, but Man United. Look, Man United took years, and they didn't have like insane budgets at the start. They took years of development, youth building, to build up to being Manchester United that they are. You know, City didn't mm -hmm. exactly have that. They were just lashed with money, and they sort of built themselves up like that. They didn't have to go through. I the, know. You know what I mean? They didn't have to go through the struggle of it, as other clubs have. Have Liverpool? But I said that, but my point was that. If you if you're saying that City didn't have competition last year or the year before, which is true, they had one other team to compete, which was Liverpool. And Liverpool wasn't even the competition. And Man year. United didn't get the backing, United. so they were out. Yeah, I I still feel like even though all the teams all the other teams are stacked and they got the backing, City will win. City will win. I I I don't think so. I genuinely don't think okay. so. Look, Tuchel Tuchel has bested Pep Guardiola in three. Important games. I'm not gonna say important, but three well, so has Oli. Oli exactly, exactly. My Guardiola. point. Look, Pep Guardiola it struggles against the make... big. Yeah, bro. If Oli did it, then Tuchel's uh, wins against Guardiola doesn't make any sense. You feel me? What do you mean it doesn't make that... any sense? Because we we all know Oli's not the best manager. He's right? not the best manager. There's no, yeah. he's I, no he's a it's good manager, goofy. but he's tactically a bit weak. I'll be honest. That's my yeah, exactly. point on that. Right? Compare him to Tuchel, Pop, and Guardiola. He's nowhere near them. So if if uh, um, Oli got a triple over Pep, yeah. Obviously, now that I say it, it sounds weird, but it were it was Pep's off day. The resilience they showed last season, how they turned, we were 12 points ahead of them. Uh, okay, but no. okay, look what I'm trying to say. Look, um, look at it like this. Okay, last season, Pep Guardiola, he had a stacked team, first of all. So if he had an injury crisis, right, in a position, he had star players sitting on the bench he could put off. Liverpool had an injury crisis. They didn't exactly have star players sitting on the bench. Manchester United, if Rashford was injured last season, if Scott McTominay was injured last season, if 
Bruno Fernandez was injured last season. We didn't have any depth to bring in. City have that depth, and they had that depth last season. Last season, yeah. Chelsea was struggling with Lampard. Liverpool were in injury crisis. United didn't get who they wanted. Arsenal are just Arsenal. West Ham didn't have the project, you know, the team they have now. Leicester weren't exactly where they are now. Last season, there was no competition, okay? That's my the basis of my argument. This season, right. everyone has got the backing they have. Every team is much yeah. better organized. Tuchel is right. phenomenal. They're much better organized. Right. City are going right. to find it much harder to win the Premier League this year. And right. I think with the backings that the other teams have, I genuinely think with the managers and backings the other team have, it's not mm-hmm. going to be possible for City to outbest a team like Chelsea this year. Because, yeah, Chelsea on, on paper, City have a better team. But tactically... Tuchel is much better. You know, Tuchel came in and he completely reformed Chelsea. And I think they have that Champions League momentum, Super Cup momentum. I think they have that momentum going and they have the manager now with the star players they already had. And they are almost equally a stacked team as Man City are right now. And I think Tuchel is a better manager right now. So he could easily pass Pep and win the title. That's why I generally think Chelsea will beat them. Okay, we'll see. 25th September. We'll see, but the last question I'm going to ask you before we probably close this off. Do you think Arsenal will get relegated? And if they don't get relegated, do you think Mikel Arteta will be sacked by January if they continue? Right, Uh, yes. uh, Mikel Mikel Arteta will be sacked. But Arsenal will not be relegated. Just because he'll be sacked and new manager will come in. Here's the thing. I think what's going to happen is Mikel Arteta, if he gets sacked, no manager wants to jump into the whole Arsenal situation. I can assure you of that. Okay. Arsenal are going to have a much harder time finding a manager than Tottenham Hotspurs did finding a manager. I genuinely believe that. And, like, it's such a clear-cut argument. So I genuinely think, despite all their signings and stuff, it was a huge waste of money. I think all their players were a waste of money. Like, I genuinely think, other than Odegaard, I think all their players were a waste of money. Ben White, great, but not worth $50 million. um, Everyone else, Aaron Ramsdale, you know, like $20 million. He's a good signing, though. The funny thing is, there's a meme that says every team Aaron Ramsdale signs for, they get relegated. So if history repeats itself, it's going to be interesting. And I genuinely think Arsenal have... I know it's a meme and stuff, but the way it looks now, Arsenal could get relegated if things unfold the way I think they might. With Mikel Arteta getting sacked, no one jumping on the Arsenal project, and Mm. Arsenal having to sign someone like um, Tottenham did with uh, Mason Ramsey. Was it Mason Ramsey? Is that his name? Yeah, when the interim manager, when they had the interim manager, I think that's what's gonna happen to Arsenal. But it's gonna be much worse because here's the thing: no Arsenal player is passionate about the club. They don't have to care like you know Ronaldo has for United. Did you see Maitland Niles' story? What? Whose story? Maitland Niles. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. That was yeah. You know, obviously players shouldn't speak up against the club like that. To be honest, no. you know that's no. just you know now you're stuck at Arsenal, so it just it's just bad. Yeah. But uh, so obviously, I, I'm pretty sure I don't think any Arsenal player willingly wants to still be there and genuinely mm. thinks they're going to win trophies there. I don't think any yeah. player thinks that. But yeah. let's you know every it's like a cliche. Every player says, "Oh, we're joining this club to win trophies." I don't think I've yeah. heard one Arsenal player make that statement. <laughs> but yeah, okay, true. so who are your Premier League champions? Arsenal, you know what? Arsenal, Jesus. Man City. Alternative universe. <laughs> City, Man City are your champions. Chelsea are mine. Yeah. You say Arsenal aren't getting relegated. I genuinely think 
If they don't get relegated, they'll finish in the bottom half of the table. And that's my mm. prediction. Oh, and now the Ronaldo's in the Premier League. Do you still think... Uh, who did... You said Lukaku would win, win the Golden Blue, right? I think I said Kane. I don't remember. I'll have to check. Did you said Kane? I think I said okay, Kane. Yeah, we'll have to check. But do you think Ronaldo has a chance? I think Ronaldo's winning the Golden Blue. <laughs> I'll no, be honest with you. So. City don't have a striker. So yes, I think they're out. Out of the any city players out of the Golden, Golden Boot race. Yeah. Um, Liverpool, Salah, Salah could be a Golden. Yeah, it's between, I think it's between Salah, uh, Ronaldo, Lukaku. What's his name? Son might be in it. Harry Kane, and Vardy. For uh, I love Vardy. I always think Vardy's a great player. So, yeah, my thing is, I think Cristiano, if Sancho can find his Bundesliga form, you know, he's already, he'll be creative. Ooh. Bruno Fernandes yeah. is creative. Pogba is creative. Donny van de Beek yeah. is creative if they play him, but, you know. Oh, so. you know, United, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer um, blocked his move. Yeah, to, I, I said that at the start. I said that at the start. Yeah. So I didn't know Ole blocked his move. I just thought it didn't happen. I no. just found out he blocked it. He blocked it, so hopefully he plays next match. If he doesn't, huge disappointment from my side. But yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll see you in the next episode. Uh, we also have I a do. new podcast, Manchester Monday. Yeah. which Please check it out, guys. Yeah, we, we, we actually got some downloads on that podcast, so that's interesting. Cool. Yeah, that's so cool. we'll... Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll link that in... Actually, I don't know where to link that. I'll just post something about it on our Instagram. All right, well, yeah. take care, and I'll see you in the next episode, which will be sometime next week. Yeah. Sometime? No, because we have... What is it? Yeah, next week. Yeah. All right, well, I'll see you then. Take care, and...